teachers, administrators, and other school staff play an important role. Education can be a shining light, and it's really the equalizer for everybody. You are making a difference in people's lives, including your students. You can have a really bad day at school and still realize that what you're doing is making a bigger difference. We are the best profession in the world next to doctors, but even a doctor had a teacher. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education, is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. Oscar Bevis, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Dave Coldwell joins me. Dave, thanks very much for giving me some of your time. Uh, yeah, how's things? Good, mate. I had a good day at Wembley yesterday, so all good. All good. Tired. I was, was going to say, you were too busy watching United being successful to watch Jake and Tommy at the time. Um, but I know, obviously, you've watched it today. Uh, yeah. We're going to jump straight in, just kind of your initial thoughts, Dave, on uh, what we saw last night. Um... It, do you know what I've just I've, so I've, I've just watched it quite so it's already on YouTube result, um, so I've just watched it and um, I thought I thought it was all right. Do you know what it is? It is what you expect it to be with with two novices. You can go to plenty of small old boxing shows, amateur amateur club nights, see a couple of novices go at it, and there's a lot of holdings, a lot, a lot of grabbing, snatching the punches you know, feeling the way into it and being a little bit nervous and edgy. And that's what you got. And that's what you kind of would get off a, you know, a novice pro and, and, and you know, and, and Jake Paul, who's a YouTuber that's had a few fights against uh, against non-boxers. Um, but they've got the personality that carried it off. So it, it sold out, you know, in the venue. It's done millions of, of views out there. And people that didn't watch it were talking about it. So, you know... It, Fair play to them, as I said. They've made an absolute fortune at novice level. Yeah, before we talk about kind of the actual fight itself, do you think the whole couple of years that encapsulates Jake Paul and Tommy Fury's rivalry, and perhaps if it goes beyond here, we don't know, but do you think it's kind of a bit of a wake-up call to other boxers? Okay, not everyone has the pull of Jake Paul. We've been able to just pull them fans in from kind of his his previous endeavours, but do you think it's a bit of a wake-up call? Get with the times and kind of be a bit different, show your personality, use different methods of dragging people in? Well, to be fair, promoters have been saying this for quite a long time. I mean, I've I've said it with my fighters for a long time. If you haven't got, if you do, not that you haven't got a personality, but if you don't show your personality, people aren't going to be as engaged with you. Whether they, you know, whether they like you or not, if they're talking about you, then there's going to be some sort of interest and value in them watching the fight or knowing, you know, wanting to keep tabs on your career. But if they don't care, 
then you're going to struggle to make the the big money. And that's been how it's always been. It's why big ticket sellers, you know, get more opportunities or make more um, make more money or get brought back rather than somebody who might be actually better than them, but they've not got a big fan base and they kind of struggle to, to be seen and be heard. And, you know, you can only tell fighters, you can only tell fighters and you stay with only tell fighters, you know, throughout the sport um, that they need to kind of do a little bit more on in terms of self-promotion and just being people aware about themselves and getting people to care about them. Um, and if they don't choose to do it, then they're going to get left behind. And some fighters just, you know, they don't come to with that. And some fighters are still like living in the past. You, at the end of the day, you've got to move with the times. And if you don't move with the times, then although you might not agree with it, you might not like it, um, people say it's all it's selling out or what they want to do. Well, fair enough. That's that's but then don't you can't complain and you can't really like begrudge somebody like a Tommy Fury, like a Jake Paul, especially because you know what you look at the levels that he's done, KSI and other people like that. You can't really begrudge them for the money that they're making, you know, because they've got that attraction. You know, the reason why somebody can sell out, somebody sells out arena and he's top of the bill and there might be world title fight on the undercard of somebody selling out that arena is because they're the draw, they're the attraction. And, you know, you can't begrudge them for it. You can't sit there and slag them off and say, shit, the this or that and other. Well, maybe so. And I'm not saying that, 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 that actual ability wise, the much cop. I'm not. I'm. I'm saying the novices. That's what they were, and that's what they looked like when you watched it. But their their fans, maybe us as boxing people, will tune in as out. This oh, it should be better. This is. But their fans don't care whether they can fight or not. I, I, I guarantee you, if Jake Paul wanted to take up tennis, and he went and hired out Wimbledon and said, "I'm going to play a tennis match at Wimbledon," I guarantee you, he sells out centre court. That's his pull. That's his pull. That's his, his draw. Right now, he's, cho he's chosen to, uh, to go into boxing. He's, you know, I don't know how often he trains or whatever, but he's given a lot to boxing because a lot of himself to boxing with his time, with his efforts, whatever, in order to improve. Um, and he's, he's, he's cracked it. Now, the, the problem that I have with these kind of guys is when they start calling out your Canelos and people like that and you, you, you talk, keep... Let's keep it realistic. And realistically, what we saw the other night, well, last night, was um, uh, two novices having a fight, but they're extremely, extremely popular. It's like when you go to an amateur show. You know, I've been at amateur shows where there's quality, quality kids that box early on at night, really good, you know, top, top fundamentals, really good technically, might be good knockouts, whatever like that. And then all of a sudden, later on at night, this kid comes in, there's a massive roar, he sold loads and loads of tickets, he's really popular, gets in there just swinging about, and it's a, it's a terrible, technically, on, on, in technical terms, it's a terrible fight, but the atmosphere and everything were there is because of his fan base, it's because people are there to see him box. It's just, it's always been like, it's just that this is on a massive level. Yeah, no, you're completely right, and I think it is one of them where I suppose we kind of have to take it at face value and kind of separate it, I guess, as, um, as two sports. I know, obviously, like you said, it was two fairly novices, especially from kind of Jake's side. But were you surprised by Jake's ability? I think he first set his eyes on boxing maybe four or five years ago. Were you surprised by bits of his ability? Um, I, don't, I don't know about surprise, but but I thought he was I thought it was decent. I mean, you can't say surprise because 
there's there's kids up and again I'll say it in in every gym in 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 this country and probably around the world, but every gym in this country, you get a kid or a fella that's a keep fit or comes in from, and if they're consistent with what they're being coached, they get better. And then if you put them in with somebody that's similar level to them, then it makes a competitive fight, and you'll see, you know, to, that that's what we got last night. It wasn't like one was in against somebody that was way way better than the other. It was a competitive fight, so that tells you that Tommy Fury and, and Jake Paul are at a, a, a similar sort of level, and the work that that Jake Paul's done in the time that he's been in boxing is 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 made it work for himself, you know. Tommy Fury, for all, you know, he's been around boxing years and years um, because of his brother, because of his family, because of his dad or whatever, been around in the gyms. I don't know, but, he, you know, there's, there's, that's what I'm hearing. So he, but he might, he's, he's, he's not perhaps giving himself to it because he's he's had, he's made his money doing other things. You can't fault him for that. You know, if you, at the end of the day, what's easier, you know, making your money and getting on, on, on Love Island and, and being a, being a bit of a celebrity, a bit, you know, getting getting paid for appearances and stuff like that, or getting punched in the face. And, you know, I've got a lot of... I have got a lot of respect for him because I can't imagine the pressure that, that kid's under having a brother that's Tyson Fury and having his dad. They're so... so such big characters, big personalities. And I... I when I see... I don't know. I've never met him, but when I see Tommy Fury speak, he just seems like a normal kid. He, he doesn't. He's not not really out there. He's not got that massive personality. So I would imagine he felt a lot of pressure just going through his career when he's boxing. You know, his previous eight fights, or whatever it is, had you know, signing a deal with Frank Warren, and that's a lot of pressure because you're Tyson Fury's brother. And um, and then when the build up is for this fight, there's there's a lot of pressure on him there. A lot of nerves on him there. So I thought he handled it really, really well. And, you know, Jake Paul, again, he, just because he's he's very, very brash and, and very, very mouthy and says all these sort of things, when push comes to shove and you realise that the guy in front of you is an actual fighter, has, has some experience in that, and is really, really up for knocking you spark out, he's going to have them nerves. He's, he knows the pressure of the world's on him. So both of them had a lot, a lot of pressure on them and, and they both handled it really well. How many times have we seen fighters and good fighters or experienced fighters, they get the big title shot and they freeze? It happens a lot. It's human nature. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's part of, part of being a, being a human being. Emotions can sometimes control you. So I thought both of them kind of handled it really well. Was it the best technical fight I've ever seen? No. You know, was it sometimes scrappy? Yeah, but it's just like what you see as two novices going at each other, and you know, it, it it was it was good at their level. Yeah, I mean, there were times obviously where Tommy opened up a little bit and threw in combinations. Yeah, do you think it was quite visible though that he perhaps wasn't committed to taking any unnecessary risks? Because obviously, to get the knockout to stop someone to land that big punch, you've got to take a risk of your own. So, could you was it a bit visible that he was thinking nothing unnecessary? I can win this by using my boxing and opening up kind of every now and then? I think he probably... If, if, I mean, I don't know what their, where their, what their ideas were, what they were saying. I don't know. But you would think that if you've got boxing experience and you're in where with somebody that's not really got boxing experience but looks like you can dig a little bit, you don't want to go to their level and give them more opportunities. So, yeah, he was, he was, he was 
landing some good shots and then grabbing holes, shutting down his attack, which is what you see, you know, in you know, with more experienced fighters. You do his brother will do that. His brother will land a couple of shots and grab hold and tie, smother him and stop him from working. You know, it's it's part of boxing. Um, you know, it, it's. Yeah, I think he, he did use his brain a little bit in there, but also some it might have been because he was edgy and very, you know, apprehensive about getting it. He might have felt, you know, a left hook off of Jake Paul early on and thought, this kid can punch a little bit. Um, but yeah, he, he used his boxing, his boxing experience probably. Do you think it does a lot for, or does anything for his actual development going forward? Like in a boxing sense? Just a box tick, top and a, top and a bill with a massive, massive eyes, topping a massive event like that, yeah, that, that'll that make it... Does it make him, all of a sudden, a better prospect than everybody else out there? No, it doesn't. It, it, it adds to him part of the experience, it's part of his development, it's part of the process. But, you know, in one breath he's saying, oh, he wants to be world champion, next minute he's talking about KSI or whatever, or people like that. If you, if you want it to be, you know, if you want it to develop and turn into a world champion contender etc or win a British title or whatever stick to boxing other prospects other you know other fighters that are going to build you up like like other other fighters would do in your stable or or the you know develop towards championship class um but if you if you think mm, I don't think I'm actually going to be good enough to get to that level I want to earn as much money as I can then do do the celebrity route do the KSI do the all that sort of rule. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I was going to say, we're kind of in that place now where if you're Tommy, I know there was kind of talk of a rematch and I'm sure they'll probably go back and forth a little bit over the next month or so. Um, but I suppose we're in that place now where if he's talking about a British title, we know that's obviously not going to be next. Got to build towards that. But then going from yeah. this massive high in Riyadh to you will be fighting against someone of the journeyman British gatekeeper level back on somebody's undercard. So... Is, is Tommy in a bit of a strange situation now? It's ultimately about what he wants to do, isn't it? Because you have to adapt your mindset to what needs to be done for the goal that you want to chase. You know, if it's just, if it is, listen, I just want to make as much money as I can out of this game. I know I'm not going to be my brother. I'm never going to become world champion. So what? what's the best route? Okay, chase chase the, the, the celebrity fights, chase the, the high-profile um uh, contests like that, like I said, against your other YouTubers, your, your KSIs and people like that. Um, but if he wants to write, okay, I've had a taste of this this limelight, and I'd actually I'd like to have a, win a real belt, and and I'd like to progress my my boxing career and just see how far I'll, I can go. Then he kind of has to forget the celebrity lifestyle and and going here and there and everything and kind of think right i need to dedicate the next couple of years purely boxing training 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 get the right fights again and get me up there is that is that eight journeyman fights is that you know the jake paul fighter is, is he nine and oh? i think he's nine and oh. um so is that a, that's yeah like your embryonic stage of your career now you need to start fighting not your journeyman that just come to survive just now start fighting guys that are going to give him problems and so he can adapt all the fellow prospects at nine and oh, you know, maybe that's that's an option for him as well. Um, but it all depends on what he wants to do. I mean, listen, he's he's with Frank Warren and he's got BT behind him as well, so he can kind of pretty much do whatever he wants to do. He's just got to make that choice and then 
stay in that lane and go for it, really. Because if he wants to be a, a, a legitimate champion in the pro boxing world, then he kind of needs to forget about the 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 celebrity style, the celebrity line, and get into the, the, the boxing lane. Yeah. I know he was kind of crying and emotional after the fight in that interview. He will cop a little bit of flack for that. When you look at the burden that Jake Paul's probably been yeah. for Tommy over yeah. the last two years, um, it's just been like a massive cloud. He's been ridiculed left, right and centre. Can you understand yeah. just the little the little outbreak there, even if it is in his world title? Yeah, I can. Because, listen, you get kids crying when they've won, a, won an Aries title. You do. You get kids crying because it, that's what it means to him. Because, you know, if... if I can imagine, listen, he, even when he, since he's turned pro, he's been the one that, you know, he's a, he's a fury, but nobody's ever said, oh, he's going to be world champion. His brother's world champion. He's, he's, he's you know, he, he's got a family that's steeped in boxing tradition. So, but nobody's ever spoken about him as though he's going to achieve anything. Not really. And so it's like a kid that, do, I can associate it, obviously a small test, but it's like a kid that doesn't believe in himself or doesn't have anybody backing him. And then he wins an area title or he wins an English title and it's a minor title and it may, but it means the world to you. So are you proud of yourself? Yeah. Does it mean a lot to you? Yeah. And why shouldn't it? Because at the end of the day, it's not like they went in there and had a little bit. Listen, people are watching these exhibitions from former legends and the, the trash and they're just moving around and it looks slow motion. These two novice, novice boxers, Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, went in there and let the Rams go and give it a go. Whatever you want to say about the level of it, they give it absolutely everything. And, and at the end of it, I, I was watching, I thought, Do you know what? Fair play to him. Fair play to him. So he got emotional at the end because he came through all that pressure cooker and, and, and you know, got the win. So, yeah, it's a bit of a banter when, you you know, I've seen a, I've seen a meme where, it, where, it, where it's rocky, you know, his speech afterwards. And it, it's like that, but... For him, I get it. I understand that because because if you're not that superstar prospect, when I, you look at the so look at the other end of the scale. I remember when when Naz won his world title against against Steve Robinson, and because Naz always thought I'm gonna win multi multi world titles different ways. Like, when he beat, he boxed brilliant in Cardiff in Robinson's hometown. And what was the interview when he won won the world title? It like it meant nothing to him. I remember thinking. Fucking hell, man! You just want world title. Have a, have a bit of emotion about it. But didn't mean anything to him. Now you see on the other end of the scale, Tommy Fury's won an eight rounder. Get back that belt they give him, but he won an eight rounder in a massive high profile fight, and he got emotional about it. That shows you it meant to it. I'd rather see somebody showing emotion than being being overjoyed at what they've just achieved than than somebody not give a toss. I mean, that's that. That's just my preference. And of course, you're going to get steak, but I ain't got a problem with that. Social Podcast Network. A supportive work environment can help everyone working in schools stay resilient. Just finding people that can reassure me that I'm doing my best and that there are people out there who understand me and can help me through these situations. You are not alone. Leaning on each other, uh, colleagues in education is, is essential. You have to. We take care of one another. Find what helps at cdcfoundation.org slash how right now. That's cdcfoundation.org slash how right now.